You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast for Thursday, December the 30th of 2021. I am Lucas Smith, host of the show. Welcome in. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a little bit of a while since I've had an episode released uh, or tweeted an apology message out for that. It's been a hectic last couple of weeks uh, for me. That, that's no excuse to still understand that I have not given this podcast the, the attention it deserves and admit that I, I've let you guys down. But I will have two episodes more out this week, uh, today and tomorrow, talking about some New Year's resolutions uh, on your favorite podcasting platforms. And then we'll be back adding on back to YouTube next week uh, as we get, th- get some things figured out here on my end. But thanks for sticking with me and thanks for tuning back in to Locked On Cardinals today for Thursday, December the 30th. So without further ado, we'll go ahead and get into the content for today. And it's ju- almost New Year's. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. So we're going to be talking about some New Year's resolutions. Today we'll be talking about the pitching side of the Cardinals, what they can do better in 2022 that they did not do in 2021. And then tomorrow we'll talk about that from an offensive standpoint because uh, there, there, there's a lot of things I think that they, they could do better. Uh, the, the Cardinals starting pitching was not supreme in 2021 at times, but I said it a lot over the course of the season that when this team pitches, they, they, they win. It was a very, very simple formula for the St. Louis Cardinals, but there are some things that, boy, oh boy, that, 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 that they could do a lot better. And, and I'm going to start really with, with the obvious one, and that is the walks. Um, the walks per nine and the walk percentage were both just really, really bad. When you look at the 2021 National League rankings on BaseballReference.com, the Cardinals had the third highest walks per nine on Baseball Reference at 3.9. That was tied, actually, with the highest with the Pittsburgh Pirates and Cincinnati Reds. Um, that, that was higher, but right or close to the Chicago Cubs, uh, close to the Arizona Diamondbacks, Colorado Rockies. Not exactly a company you want to hold yourself with in terms of the National League. A league average for the, for the league was 3.4. Cardinals were well above that, close to four walks every nine innings of games. And if, if you want to get a little bit more different way of looking at it, the walk percentage was also the highest in all of Major League Baseball at 10.1%, and the strikeout percentage at 20.3% was also not really super impressive. Uh, the highest K percentage, for example, was the Chicago White Sox at 27.1. And as I mentioned, the Chicago, or the St. Louis Cardinals sitting at 20.3%, 28th lowest. So you have the 28th lowest strikeout percentage and the highest walk percentage in Major League Baseball. Those stats, according to Fangraphs, that does not lead typically to a lot of success. When you look at where these walks are coming from, who on the Cardinals team has the highest walk percentage and strikeout percentage? Um... The, the, from the starting pitching standpoint, the top two were John Gant and Daniel Ponce de Leon. Um, so, so the starters weren't really the ones typically walking a lot of guys. Um, when you look at the top six, only one of them is a current Cardinal player or a starter at the last day of the year. And you have to go all the way down to Jack Flaherty at 8%, which is not terrible to see a Cardinal that will be on the team next year. Because John Gant, Daniel Ponce de Leon, uh, Johan Oviedo, Carlos Martinez, Wade DeBlanc, and John Lester, and KK Kim all figured to be not on the Cardinals next year. Um, Johan Oviedo will likely be in the minors. If he is on the Cardinals, it'll be more of a bullpen role. So starting pitching really wasn't 
the, the, the huge problem. It's when you get into the bullpen. You have Tyler Webb, who had a 20% walk percentage before he was let go. Alex Reyes was the highest in, in terms of any regular bullpen arm at 16.4% uh, was the rate. He was walking batters. He was striking people out at 30%. You keep going down the line of, of the high walk percentages. You have Daniel Potts de Leon on there as well. Hennes Escobrera had one at 12.2%. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Miller had one of 9.8%. That's not terrible. Uh, but you have all these pitchers, and a lot of this happened early in the year. So there is an argument to say, well, they, they corrected this mistake, um, but but there is an, a larger argument to say that it was not corrected soon enough. It, it's the walks combined with the fact that they weren't striking out a lot of batters. Alex Reyes is a perfect example of that, of how he was doing both. Uh because as a reliever, he had the second highest strikeout percentage um, among among the Cardinal staffs, ex- excluding Jack Flaherty. In two innings of relief, Jack Flaherty had a 37 and a half strikeout percentage. Uh, but in 72 and a third innings out of the bullpen, Alex Reyes had a 30 percent strike percentage, strikeout percentage. So when you look at the person above him, it's Giovanni Gallegos. Giovanni Gallegos. I don't think he gets talked about enough. He had a 30.6 strikeout percentage in a six and a half walk percentage. That is remarkable. That is really, really solid. Whereas, as I mentioned, Alex Reyes had a 30% strikeout percentage and a 16.4% walk percentage. So the walks just come around to kill you. It, it, it's no secret. And especially out of, out of the bullpen, you can live with a walk or two as a starting pitcher because you're in there for longer. You had the opportunity to, to get out of it. But as, as a reliever, you, know, you walk one batter, Let's for Alex Reyes, for for instance, he walks one batter, and all of a sudden it's the tying run on base, or all of a sudden that puts the tying run at the plate. If he's a closer pitching in a one or two run game, that's not good. That that is not a recipe for success. From a pitching standpoint, the walks have to be cut down from the St. Louis Cardinals in 2022. That is to me the top New Year's resolution for the starting pitchers. Yes, but especially, especially. For the bullpen. The bullpen cannot walk as many batters as they did in 2021. As a staff, the bullpen walked 11.5% of the batters faced. That is 12% higher than their starting pitching. That the, 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 Your bullpen cannot be walking that amount of batters and, and try and have any amount of success. So that is New Year's resolution number one. New Year's resolution number two deals more with the starting pitching. And I think that this is one that is, is a little bit nitpicky because it wasn't terrible. It wasn't like it was uh, 20th or 25th in the league. It, it was 10th in the league in terms of where they ranked. But when you look at how the Cardinals had success, they did have success in 2022, or 2021, excuse me, um, made the playoffs, had a great run. Yes, but now the next step is how can you make the playoffs without relying on a 17-game winning streak? For me... The other resolution that I'll talk about in segment number two is the length of the pitching that the starters are going, or the, the, the length of the number of innings the starters are throwing. Because, in my opinion, when a team is at its best, that is when a starter is going six, seven, eight innings, or six to seven innings to start rather than four to five. So, coming up after this break, I'll talk about my second New Year's resolution. And then in the third segment of the show, be talking about the Uh, solutions to these resolutions and how these resolutions can come to fruition and how the Cardinals can be better in 2022. But first, it's almost a new year. We're talking New Year's resolutions on today's show. Maybe you have your own New Year's resolutions. Maybe it's about getting fit or eating healthier. Well, make sure to include a Built Bar in that plan. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Heck, maybe even better than a candy bar. If you want to eat healthy, that's a great option, but it, it can just get so boring. 
For me, by like week two or three, I start thinking this is just not worth it, and I start wanting chocolate. Well, Built Bars are covered 100% in chocolate and still have incredible health benefits. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar that usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs, and no protein. So even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. So go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. One more time, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. The other New Year's resolution I have is for the starting pitching to go deep in the game. And the Cardinals ranked, in terms of starting pitching innings, uh, the Cardinals ranked 10th in major leagues. Above average, 832 and two-thirds of an innings pitched by the starters. That's pretty solid. And the World Series champion Atlanta Braves had 837 innings pitched by a starting pitching this season. That was 8th in the major leagues. Tops was were the Oakland Athletics at 894 innings pitched. So I'm not saying that... You know, I said before the break that typically more success means you're having starting pitching go deeper in the games, and I still believe that. But I also recognize with how dominant these bullpens are in today's game that you can win with a good bullpen and that you need a good bullpen to win. It's it's a combination of things, right? Uh, the, the Cardinal starting pitching had 832 and two-thirds of an innings pitched across 120 or 162 games. On average, that's just over five innings. When you take 832.6, so two-thirds of an inning, right? Divide that by 162 games, you get 5.139. So 5.1, just over five innings to start. And in my mind, that is not a recipe for success whatsoever. You look at teams around the Cardinals. The Rockies were there. The Giants, the Yankees. The Yankees were a playoff team. Blue Jays were close. I mentioned the Braves had just a couple more innings than the Cardinals, and they were World Series champions. So they're, they're around good company. But when you look at the... I mentioned this a little bit before the break. One New Year's resolution I had was an obvious one, right? The walks. Got to cut down on the walks. Got to be better not walking people. That That's an obvious one. That was a bad one that needs to be good. This one is a good one. It, it's a decent one that needs to be great. The starting pitching needs to be better. They need to go longer into games. I, I don't even want to think. I really don't want to think about where this starting rotation would have been without Adam Wainwright this season. Talked about it a lot during the season. Talked about it a lot during the postseason. A lot in, in the immediate aftermath aftermath of the offseason. I don't even want to think about where this team would have been without Adam Wainwright. It would have been scary. Because there were times when it was Adam Wainwright, K.K. Kim, Wade LeBlanc, John Lester, J.A. Happ. And don't get me wrong, Lester and Happ did okay, but Adam Wainwright was the savior of this starting rotation. The absolute savior for this rotation. And I don't know if you can rely on the same thing from Adam Wainwright in 2022. I don't know if, if you can expect him to be that same type of savior um, that that he was in 2021. And again, I didn't even expect it in 2021. So um, I, 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 I struggle to, to expect, you know, 190-something innings from Adam Wainwright coming up in 2022. Because you look at his numbers in 2000. And 21, he had 100 or 206 innings. So I, I struggled to think that he would get close to 206 innings in his age 39 season. 
or age 40 season, excuse me. Adam Wainwright was a savior because the other starting pitching on this team just wasn't there. Jack Flaherty got hurt. Another New Year's resolution would be for starters to to stay healthy. Because when you look at who made starts for this team, Jake Woodford made eight starts. John Lester made 12 starts. J.A. Happ made 11 starts. Michaelis made nine. With the block made eight. Ponce de Leon made, made two. You, you have Carlos Martinez getting 16 starts. Flaherty made 15. Gantt, 14. Oviedo, 13. Not a lot of these guys are going to be in the rotation next year. The rotation next year is going to be Flaherty, Wainwright, Michaelis, Hudson, and Matz. So I'll talk about how, and like I said, in segment number three, I'll get into how the team can be better. But the, whoever is on the starting rotation needs to be healthier so they can stay in the game longer. Because we saw it early in the season. When early in the season when this starting pitching was not pitching well, when you had John Gant, Johan Oviedo, and Daniel Ponce de Leon going three to four innings in a start, yeah, you could rely on Reyes Gallegos and Cabrera for a little bit. But we all know how that ended up. We ended up with a gassed Giovanni Gallegos, a gassed Henderson Cabrera, and a gassed Alex Reyes. I'm not saying a starter needs to go eight innings every time out, but in my opinion, an el- a, a, a good to great, a great to elite starting pitcher averages six to seven innings a start. That's a an, that's an whole other inning that you're saving from this bullpen. Because that way you're not relying on Reyes, Gallegos, Cabrera every other night like the Cardinals were doing in May and June when they weren't pitching very well. And you started to see it in June when Reyes, Cabrera, Cabrera and Gallegos started to struggle. Because when one person struggles, especially when you're looking at pitching, it's a trickle-down effect. I think that both success and failure can be contagious for baseball especially. So when the starting pitching starts pitching well, you tend to see the bullpen start pitching well. I don't know if there's any statistical meaning behind it or if it's just humans trying to one-up each other or what. But I do think that it's it's not a coincidence that you start to see these guys feed off of the energy from one another. Adam Wainwright had to do it the whole year. It finally started happening when John Last John Lester and J.A. Happ came around. Because John Lester was 4-1, and one, had an ERA of 4-3-6, that wasn't great, but he threw 66 innings across 12 starts. It's about 5.5 innings pitched per start. J.A. Happ went 54 innings across 11 starts, just under 5 innings pitched. Both higher than what the Cardinals' overall starters averaged for 2021. Above what the Cardinals were averaging before, those moves were moderately successful. However, if you're going to be a great team, you've got to have great statistics and you have to have great starting pitching. Yes, the bullpen will play a large part in October, but if you can get one start, just one start, especially in the division series, division series, you get one starter that goes seven innings that saves your bullpen completely for the rest of the series, that's huge because then you have a rested bullpen for games two, three, and four, or however it, it might go. So for me, the second New Year's resolution for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2022 is to get better starting pitching. And I think that will happen. I'll preview segment number three. I think that will happen because I think Jack Flaherty is going to come back with a vengeance. I think he's going to be healthy the whole year. You're going to get solid stuff from Adam Wainwright. Maybe not a, a 305 year race, 17 wins, 206 innings pitched. Maybe not that. But maybe 10 to 14 wins, uh, an ERA sitting around three and a half high threes. You'll get 28 to 30 starts out of them. You know, maybe you'll get 170, 180 innings, which is still very, very solid. I think Miles Michaelis will be fine. I think that Dakota Hudson will be fine. He showed some promise to, to close out the year. And I really I really still am a fan of the Steven Matz move. 
So those are the two on-field New Year's resolutions that I wanted to talk about. The other one I'll talk about in segment three, as well as talk about how the Cardinals can physically, concretely have those New Year's resolutions, be successful, and not give up in the first or second week as I tend to do with my New Year's resolutions. So that'll be it for segment number two. So again, segment three, we'll talk about the the off-field, if you will, resolution, as well as how the Cardinals' bullpen and starting pitching can be better in 2022 specifically. Before that, I want to tell you about Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props and odds and lines than ever before as football continues to march to the NFL playoffs and college bowl season is in full swing with the New Year's Six Bowls right around the corner. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season, so head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50%, that's right, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive that bonus. Whether it's basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, or your favorite Vegas casino game, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Do it now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers at Bet Online, where the game starts. Steven Matz was a gr- was a fine offseason addition. I won't say great. He was a fine offseason acquisition. It filled a couple different needs. He's a starter. He's a lefty. I'll talk about how he specifically fits in in a moment. But the, the third New Year's resolution I want to talk about, it's off-field, and it's to sign a reliever. The Cardinals re-signed T.J. McFarland. That's great. I love that re-signing. The Cardinals lost Luis Garcia to the San Diego Padres. The Cardinals need a bullpen arm. I would argue they need two bullpen arms. I would argue they need a right-handed bullpen arm and a left-handed bullpen arm, and there are plenty of them. Ryan Tapera, Joe Kelly, to name two right-handers. Andrew Chafin, Brad Hand, to name two left-handers. There are options out there on this market that the Cardinals can go after. So I don't know when this lockout will end. I don't know if it's going to end on New Year's Day. I don't know if it's going to end in February. I don't even know if it's going to end in March. But when that lockout ends, priority number one for this front office, in my opinion, should be to get some bullpen help. Marcus Stroman is gone. A lot of Cardinal fans wanted Stroman to be another starter. Marcus Stroman is off the board. Cardinals need bullpen help. The starting rotation, in my opinion, is going to be fine. Talk about that in a minute. The Cardinals need some bullpen help. You're losing Andrew Miller. Not saying that he was electric, but you're losing a left-hander. You don't know where Alex Reyes is going to fall. You don't know where Yohan Oviedo is going to fall. KK Kim is like, is gone. I don't think they're going to re-sign him. I don't think they're going to have him in the bullpen. You need bullpen help, period. I think that a Joe Kelly and an Andrew Schaefer slash Brad Hand, is a gr- that would make this offseason a great one for the Cardinals because the offense doesn't have a lot of holes in it. In all honesty, it really doesn't. You've got a dynamic outfield of Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader, Dylan Carlson. We all know about the corners at Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. Yadier Molina is what Yadier Molina is. Second baseman or shortstop Tommy Eben is going to be just fine. And Edmundo Sosa which, or Paul DeYoung arguably is the only hole. But that, that'll be a little bit more on tomorrow's tomorrow's show. Priority number one, in my opinion, because of the overall strength of the offense... Number one priority, New Year's resolution, is to find a bullpen arm. 
Joe Kelly's great. Ryan Tapera's great. You just need to find a bullpen. Even if, even if you want to trade for somebody, trade for a Craig Kimball or something. <laughs> I don't know. Get crazy. Something like that. But a bullpen arm needs to be found. As This bullpen needs some help. It needs some veteran presence. Yeah, you've got Giovanni Gallegos, who has done this a couple times. But Jordan Hicks is still young. Ryan Helsley is still young. Genesis Cabrera is still young. Alex Reyes might seem like a veteran, but I, I think he's still pretty young. I think a veteran bullpen arm is is, is what the, this this bullpen needs. So that that that's kind of one that that is up in the air. You know, can't really tell how the Cardinals are going to figure that resolution out. But how can the Cardinals figure out the resolutions that I have named the on field ones? The walks and the starting pitching. We're going to start with the walks. Because Steven Matz fills out both of these. First of all, he doesn't walk a lot of people. His walks per nine last year was 2.6. His highest walks per nine in his career is 3.4. Other than that, it's been 2.9 or lower every, every single year in his seven-year career. He's an innings eater when he's healthy. 132 and 22 starts in 2016. 154 over 30 starts in 2018. 160 over 30 starts in 2019. And 150 over 29 starts in 2021. So Steven Matz can really fulfill both of the slots, both of the resolutions that I talked about, because he's going to throw strikes, he's going to use his defense behind him, and he's going to go somewhat deep into games, and he's going to eat innings up. How can the Cardinals continue to fix the walks per nine issue in the bullpen? I think re-signing TJ McFarland was an excellent move. He's been around the block. He's been Baltimore, Arizona, and Oakland. In 2020, uh, in 2020, he had a subpar year, ERA above four, ERA plus below 100. Had an exceptional year in 2021. His walks per nine, 2.1. Doesn't walk a lot of guys. You know why? Because TJ McFarland pitches to contact. He was a double play machine in 2021. Double play machine. And with this Cardinal defense behind them, that's the biggest message that I, if I were to, to have a meeting with all the Cardinal pitching, and it, I don't even think this is something they don't know, I would say let the offense hit the ball. You have gold all around the field. And when there's no gold, there's still some pretty solid defenders out there. Dylan Carlson is a pretty solid defender in right field, even though there's no gold out there. But there's gold in the center. There's gold in right. There's gold in left. There's gold at first. There's gold behind the plate. I think there's still some gold. I, I do. There's gold at third. There's platinum at third. There's even gold on the mound when Adam Wainwright is pitching. So the biggest piece of advice that I would give the Cardinals pitching staff to fulfill this New Year's resolutions internally, I would say throw strikes. It's basic. It's easy. It's simple. Some of you are probably rolling your eyes right now, but there are stats upon stats upon stats, coverage stats to back this up. TJ McFarland is a great example of this. Mark Zepchinski was a great example of this years ago. So was Seth Manus for a while. Ryan Helsley when, when he's at his best. You've got guys that can strike out the world. Giovanni Gallegos, Alex Reyes, they can strike out the world out of the bullpen. But I think sometimes people are so focused on getting that strikeout when I... Even for, especially for the Cardinals, who have one of the best defenses in all of baseball, especially on the infield. Throw strikes. It's a very simple message. Very simple. Sometimes we, as people, try and overcomplicate things. I want to just keep it simple. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. 
That's an acronym I use quite frequently because I quite frequently do not keep things simple. Don't overthink. Let your defense work. It's something that we hear from T-ball. Okay, maybe not T-ball, but it's something we hear from junior high baseball. Let the defense work. Let the defense be on the highlight reels every single night. Because sometimes to fill a, fulfill a New Year's resolution, you need to keep it simple. So if, I'm, if I get a meeting with the Cardinals pitching staff t- tonight, tomorrow, and I have a New Year's resolution for them, I would lay out these two New Year's resolutions, and I would say, you know how we achieve these fellows? We keep it simple, and we throw strikes. Sometimes the world's most complicated problems have a simple solution. Sometimes, not always, but sometimes. So that's New Year's Resolution episode number one for this Thursday, December 30th for the starting pitching. Be sure to tune back in tomorrow when I talk about some of the offensive New Year's resolutions for the St. Louis Cardinals, both on the field and off the field. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. And until I talk to you guys tomorrow, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.